You're listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast, a mom lifestyle brand dedicated to sharing honest mom life sprinkled with grace and faith. Girls, sure, mom life is hard. Marriage can be challenging. And just being a woman in this world can be, you know, how it is. So what I want to do through this blog and through this podcast is to remind you that you're not alone. And if you grace yourself a little bit more and tap into your faith, girl, there's nothing that you can't handle. You've got this. So are you ready to be encouraged? Are you ready to laugh? Are you ready to feel like there's someone who relates to you out in this world? Then this podcast is definitely for you. Thank you so much for listening and giving some time back to yourself. I really hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. My name is Desiree Ofori. I'm the founder, and I'm so glad to have you here today. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. So this is going to be quite a short episode because I honestly don't have too much to say. My original plan for reposting our one of the best Um, episodes of 2019 for Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, it's just not working out. The technicalities behind this whole thing is like, it's a struggle over here, y'all. Pray for me (laughs) that in 2020 that I am able to afford a audio tech person to, you know, do these edits for me, um, that I can hire on, you know, an assistant. And even before all of that, that I could even just have somebody come help me out. <laughs> if you, even if you want to just volunteer some time. Listen, if you have skills in audio and podcasting, in blogging and writing and editing articles, editing um, things, you know, uh, any, any gift that you feel like you could help, sincerely, Mrs. Mommy, help me, I would greatly appreciate it, (laughs) Um, especially if it's, you know, you want to volunteer your time or your services and we can, you know, I'll promote you. We can do a barter. Um, Come, come help your girl. Come help your girl. Because I see so much for Sincerely Mrs. Mommy to be even greater, but I can only do so much on my own and you know, with a certain amount of resources that I have right now, which is not much, but I'm believing for greater. But if you, like I said, if you have skills, if you have gifts, if you have, even if you want to just be a writer, like a, you know, on staff, we can call it on staff or be a resident writer um, for the blog, you know, once a month, twice a month, you know, once a quarter, whatever, let me know. Let's talk. So in email me at sincerelymrsmommy at gmail.com. Let's talk about it. Let's see what could we work out and help me help you help the rest of the world <laughs> by, you know, you know, helping however you can. I really, really appreciate it. And if you don't have, you know, anything that you feel like you could contribute, um, you know, tangibly, then definitely you can pray, pray for, you know, God to continue to give me direction and to continue to send the people that it's going to help take this, um, this brand, this empire, this thing to the next level um, for his glory. So thank you guys in advance for that. One other thing you can do to help out Sincerely Mrs. Mommy is by going on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And if it gives you the option to do a review on a podcast, 
leave a review so that other people can see that, hey, this is some great stuff over here. You should check it out. And even if you don't have an option to do reviews on wherever you're listening to, you can share this with your friends. You just never know who's going through what and what topic might touch somebody. And it could change the whole trajectory of their life just by listening to somebody else who could relate to something that they're going through. And they may never ever find Sincerely Mrs. Mommy unless you've shared it. So if you have a favorite episode, um, actually, I'm going to give you all that challenge. If you have a favorite episode or a favorite blog post, screenshot it and share it on social media and tag me. Um, you can tag me if, you know, Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, you can tag me Desiree Ofori on Facebook, or if you're on Instagram, you can tag me Sincerely Mrs. Mommy there. And let me see like what you guys have loved this year and what has been helpful to you and, you know, inspire others to take a look at the blog and to take a listen at the podcast. Before we go on, I want to give a shout out to our latest Apple podcast review. And that was from Tangi with a five star rating. Thank you, girl. Tangi says the bomb. I enjoy the authentic transparency in Desiree's podcast. She's honest, raw, and most importantly, she's herself. Love it, love it, love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Tangi. And if you guys are on Instagram, if you don't know who Tangi is, go find her on Instagram at I am Tangi Williams. She actually is the owner of the Petal Society, which is a Central Florida-based plant event planning service. And she also owns Pushing Petals, which is also Central Florida-based, where she puts on curated events for women and girls in the community. So it's fun things like an elegant pop-up dining. Um, she's had panel um, interview type events. She has had a friend's Thanksgiving paint party, outings, like all the good fun things for women. That myth that women cannot get along, that there's always drama, is debunked when you do anything with Tangi Williams of the Pedal Society and Pushing Pedals. So proud of her. She's an awesome woman and she does everything with class and elegance. So go check her out on Instagram. Tell her I sent you. That's I am Tangie Williams on Instagram. Thanks, girl. So today we were supposed to be, you know, continuing with the best of 2019 for Sincerely Mrs. Mommy. But like I said, I'm having technical difficulties. So this week was actually going to be episode 11, and that was my interview with Remy Macanjuola of Grace to Parent. We did an interview titled, How to Have, let me see, okay, How to Build a Healthy Friendship with Your Children, and that was a phenomenal episode. It was actually ranked number two as the most listened to and most downloaded episode of this year. And that was back in April 2019. And so it was a great time. We talked about having a healthy friendship with your children and what that even looks like. We even talked about like the concept that God sees us as his friends. So How different is it for us to consider our kids friends when our Heavenly Father considers us a friend? And it's just something that has really changed the way that I look at parenting um, as a whole. Even recently, I've been thinking about, you know, parenting and, you know, it can get pretty hard sometimes. And you wonder, like, why am I even 
like going through this, like it's not supposed to be this hard, like on social media or, you know, other friends that I see or families or how I was raised. Like my parents didn't have any problems with me. You don't know that. You don't really know all the things that they went through and they may not even remember all the things that they went through with you. But parenting is like no small feat. It's not, you know, a super easy thing. And one thing that I learned with um, Remy last week on an Instagram live that we did is that you have to be strategic about it. And, you know, kids, they go through different developmental stages. Every kid is different. So just when you think that you've got it figured out and you know what you're going to do, they switch shit up on you. And then you're going to be like, okay, I got to come up with something else. But if you have strategies in place and you keep the main thing, the main thing, which is, you know, making sure that they're safe and that they're taken care of, you know, holding up that responsibility that you have as a parent and also adding in, you know, nurturing them and loving them and letting them know that you love them, that you care about them and that their ideas, that their concerns, that their feelings do matter. It can make for such a different um, type of parenting relationship. Something that I've been thinking about lately is that, you know, why do we have kids? Is it because we want, you know, them to grow up one day and take care of us? Is it because we just want to, you know, have a cute little playmate to take pictures of and, um, you know, post on social media or to show off? Is it because we want to try to instill things that our parents didn't do and we think that maybe we could do a better job than our parents did? Or is it um, because you want to help raise, you know, somebody who can change the world and change um, the next generation, um, you know, for the good? And, I was thinking about that because, you know, I think a lot of us, sometimes we get into why we want to be parents and we want a baby so bad because, you know, they're cute and they're cuddly and we just want, you know, our own flesh and blood, especially if you had been adopted or you just didn't have good um, connections with your family. Like you want your own and you just want somebody to love and you want somebody to love you back. But that is just, I feel like, you know, think about it a lot lately. That's a lot of unfair pressure to put on our kids. And when you think about it, when you do stuff like that and they don't, you know, come out how you expect them or they're not behaving or not doing what you want them to do, it becomes frustrating because they're not, they're becoming an inconvenience to you because they're not following what you dreamed and what you imagined. And so therefore you end up being so frustrated. And that's something that Remy, you know, showed me in our Instagram live last week is that a lot of the expectations that we put on our kids, you know, it can turn out being very disappointing to us. A lot of the times when we get frustrated and upset with our kids is because of things that has nothing really to do with them, but because of how it makes us feel. Um, you know, if we, if they make a mess, it's not because they made a mess that we get upset. It's because now we've got to help them clean up or it sets us back from doing what we wanted to do. I know an issue that I've been having is that, when my kids are home, I'm still wanting to do things for my art business. I'm still wanting to, you know, check social media. I'm still wanting to do the boss part of mom boss, but I'm not giving 100%. And it's a lot, it's a big challenge for me, um, fighting back that urge of let me check my email. Let me check my inbox. I don't want to miss a sale. I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss that. A fear of missing out on what's going on in the rest of the world instead of having a fear of missing out what's going on in front of me with my kids. And that is just something that I really want to work more on. Um, I'm not even going to say in 2020, but I want to work more on, you know, today. Each weekend, the past um, couple of weeks, maybe three to four weeks, actually, each weekend I've looked at it with excitement and anticipation that, okay, we're going to have a great weekend and it's going to be fun and 
I'm going to focus on the kids, but then things happen and um, it's just like, man, I feel like a failure because like I had all these, you know, expectations and I think that's something that I have to learn to let go of, you know, the expectations of a perfect experience and just be more of um, more, I guess, have more grace for myself. Like I'm always preaching to grace yourself, um, but to take it one day at a time. And even sometimes you can't even take it one day at a time. You got to take it one hour at a time, one 15 minute <laughs> um, interval at a time and just grace yourself and see, you know, you know what you can do and ask God to help you. Like, help me, teach me what to do. Show me how to help my kids, how to be a better parent, how to be a better person. Um, I just think that that's really important. There's something special I want to share with you guys. I wasn't going to share it on social media because um, I'm trying to learn also to not post everything that I don't really owe it to anybody to post my whole entire life. It's easy because you just want to share, 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 um, especially if you don't have like your friends or family close by. Um, but there was something that an experience that Samson and I had in the car a couple of nights ago we were driving home and I was just thinking about, you know, some great turn of events that have happened for me with my art business and some insight that God has just given me in clarity. And a lot of things that I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to keep up with this, but I trust you, God. And just asking God to show me and help me. I actually went on a fast. Um, I started November 8th and it was for 30 days. And it was supposed to be like no breakfast and no alcohol for 30 days. And I kept up with the breakfast part for the most part, but then I kind of fell off. And the alcohol part, I felt like, yeah, I need to definitely keep that. Um, and I'm not like a huge drinker, but, you know, sometimes I'm tired and I'm a struggling. I'm like, I need some wine or something, <laughs> something like to help me out. Um, besides tea, like my son says, you should just sit on the couch and have a cup of tea and relax, take a deep breath. Um, sometimes I'm like, I need something a little bit stronger, but anyways, this is not about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did the fast and in that 30 days, like I have just seen such a turn of events in my, in my business and just, um, exposure and whatnot. And I was just thinking about how grateful I was to God because he's been showing me how to do things. And, and I just been praying like, God, just use my hands, Holy Spirit. Like when I paint, when I work, when I create something, create it for me, like work through me. Um, I don't even want to be the one that's creating it. I want you to step in and create for me because what you can do is so much better than what I could ever do. You have, you know, you have created um, these techniques and these ideas and what could take me centuries and years to learn how to do, you can teach me and show and work through me and do it in minutes. And so that's been my prayer. And I just was so thankful that God has really been showing up for me in that way. And so I told Samson, I was like, you know, when you're having a hard time and you don't know what to do, you know, God is good. God is really, really good. You just got to say, God, I don't know what to do. Can you help me figure this out? Can you help me to do this? And, um, and he will help you. And so he said, and I don't have my book with me. I couldn't hear everything that he said because, um, the car was running and he was sitting in the back seat, but he basically said the gist of what he said was, dear God, like he started a prayer right away. He said, dear God, 
I don't know how to do this. Can you please help me? Show me how to do it. My name is Samson. Um, he said, do you know who I am? My name is Samson. And then he said, I am God. And then he said, God, I love you so much. And then he says, mommy, God says, I love you too. And so I was like, wait a minute. Is he having like a complete legit conversation with God in the back of the car? And God is speaking back to him. Like, I want to have that kind of faith. And I feel like I'm there. But sometimes, you know, our adult filter gets in the way and we feel like things have to be a certain way. They have to look a certain way and that our prayers have to be something, you know, extravagant and crazy. But it's the simplest of prayers. Like I prayed in that fast that I did. My simple prayer was, God, I just want to be able to figure out something. Show me how to make something, how to what I can do to be able to afford to pay one bill a month. And we could start there because that would help me feel like I'm really contributing to the household. If I could say that I can cover one bill a month, that would really help. (laughs) And eventually that one bill would turn into two bills and three bills and bigger bills. And I just want to be able to do that. Can you help me and give me clarity on what I can do to do that? And that was my simple prayer. And God had really showed up for me in the past 30 or so days. And so for my son to say that, you know, to say that prayer also, and then to say, you know, do you know who I am? My name is Samson, like reminding God, like, do you know who I am? God, I know you know who I am. He knows who we are. And we may feel like sometimes, God, do you know who I am? Like, I don't know that much. I'm not, I don't have much to offer, but God says, I know who I am. He knows, God knows who he is and he loves us. And he can do whatever he needs to do through us. If God has told you to do something, to um, go somewhere, to give something, he's already provided what you needed um, in order to do that. And I feel like I've talked about this before, but I guess it just needs to be said again and again until somebody who's listening really gets it and really believes it. Um, that, you know, we just have to believe in who God says we are. We have to believe what he says we can do. And, you know, a lot of ideas come to us and we think, oh, that's so crazy. I don't even know where to start with that. But no, if it came into your mind, all he needs is for you to say yes. Okay. And then he will take the next step and show you the next step and the next step. And it would just get better and better. So that is some encouragement for you guys um, to just continue to do your best. Continue to ask God to help you. Um, you know, raising kids is like ra- raising ourselves. It's one of the hardest things that we could ever do in life. But it's one of the most important things that we can do in life. We're out here as adults trying to find our purpose, trying to follow the will of God for our lives, trying to... Um, fulfill the different callings that, you know, God has trying to fulfill our purpose in this world. And as parents, if I feel like lately I've been learning, like if we look at parenting that way, that our kids are not here merely for our enjoyment, for our entertainment, for us to show off, for uh, for them to just do whatever we tell them to do, for them to be our property, for them to be our servants. Like if we don't look at our kids in that way, but if we look at them as like, 
as like we're foster parents, like God has loaned them to us and given it to us to help them to fulfill their purpose in life, to fulfill their calling, to fulfill the way that they change the course of time, the course of life. Man, what a way to look at parenting and what a way to reconsider how we, you know, interact with our kids. So I encourage you, be friends with your kids. And being friends doesn't mean that they're going to be disrespectful. Like me and Remy talked about in episode 11, that friendship, some of us have a real screwed screwed up um, view of what friendship is. Um, friendship doesn't mean that, you know, your friend is going to do everything and anything that you, they, that you want them to do. Friendship doesn't mean that they're going to follow everything that you want. Friendship doesn't mean that they're not going to tell you when you're doing wrong. Friendship doesn't mean that they're not going to, you know, try to help guide you in the right way. Friendship is, you know, somebody who can hold you accountable, somebody who loves you, somebody who supports you, somebody that even when you're doing wrong, like they're praying for you and, they're believing for you to do better and that if you were to fall, like they're there to catch you and they, um, that they practice, you know, proper boundaries that they're not going to like just give up themselves and, um, neglect themselves, um, for you, but they will show you, they will model to you like how to care for yourself, how to love yourself, how to take care of yourself and, you know, all the different things. And if we think of like how God is a friend to us, how he roots for us, how he rallies for us, how he encourages us, how he builds us up, how he shows us what to do, how he gives us ideas. Like if we think of friendship that way, then why would we not want to have that kind of a relationship with our kids? That's like the most, like Remy says, that's the best, like friendship is the best, most beautiful relationship that we can have. And not just with our kids, but with our spouses, with our own parents, with our siblings, like to be a true friend, um, is, a high honor. It's beautiful. And so I encourage you to try it out. Be your kid's friend. Model to them what appropriate friendship looks like. And, you know, just be awesome <laughs> at being their friend and being a parent that helps them to fulfill their destiny in life. Not to take over for them because they have to learn how to do things for themselves. Like we have to learn how to do some things for ourselves. God doesn't tell us every detail of what we're supposed to do all the time. He doesn't give us everything. Like he gives us enough and then we have to like take action. And that's the same thing that we have to do with our kids because that's how it, that's how knowledge and wisdom gets ingrained in you. When you have firsthand experience, um, you know how to do things and then nobody could take that away from you because you've learned it. You've experienced it. Nobody can tell you that it's a lie because of what you've experienced because of what you've been able to do. And so nobody could take that skill away from you. And so when you do for others, you know, more than they can do for themselves. And when you take that away, that's like power. Like you've taken it away from them. Then they have no control. They don't know how to do them. Then they're lost all over again. But if we equip our kids, equip our friends um, to do great, to be great, then we give them we give them treasure for a lifetime. It's like that that proverb, you know, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Give a man, teach him how to fish, and you'll feed him for a lifetime. It's that same concept. So. 
Yeah, wow, we're already at like 20 minutes or so, but thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I'm actually going to, you know, wrap up for the rest of this year with Sincerely Mrs. Mommy. I'll be back in January. I just, you know, made that decision. Yeah, in the last (laughs) few minutes that I really need to hone in on, you know, this business that I've got going on and give myself time to take care of my kids and be a good mom to them and, you know honing on just being there for them and being more present than being absent and having a fear of missing out on what's going on online and in other people's lives. And I need to focus on my home. So I'm sure that you guys will totally understand that. So I will be back with a blog post and episode in January. I already have a couple of people lined up for some podcast episodes I'm really excited about and a guest writer. If you are interested, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the beginning. Yeah, I did. If you are interested in being a writer or being on the podcast, send me an email at sincerelymrsmommy at gmail.com. You can even inbox me on Sincerely Mrs. Mommy on Instagram or Facebook and let's have a chat. Let's see what we can do. Um, because like I said, I can't do this all by myself. Um, I need your help and together we can help change the world. One blog post, one episode at a time. So you guys be blessed. Share the blog, share the podcast, go back and read some, catch up on some old ones if you have missed a few. Um, Go back and listen and read and you guys be encouraged. I love you all. Happy holidays and happy new year.